to the last message in this series, which means that the ending of it will be next Sunday. Um, but I have to set it up with this sermon. Amen. So, so get ready to curl up your toes. But, but there's an important thing that we need to understand. Amen. Matter of fact, I'm going to bounce off what you talked about. Amen. I said, I said that works in my sermon. If you have your Bibles with you, we are reading from the Amplified Bible. We are reading from verse 12, and I'll, I'll come back, and, and I want to read it from the um, Message Bible. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 12, and it reads as such in our hearing. His intention was the perfecting and equipping of the saints. That has consecrated people that they should do the works of ministering towards building up Christ's body, the church. That it might develop or mature until we all attain oneness in faith and in the comprehension of the full accurate knowledge of the Son of God that we might arrive at really mature manhood or womanhood, the completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection, the measure of the stature of, of the fullness of the Christ and the completeness found only in him. So then that we may no longer be children tossed like shit to and from between every chance gust of teaching, wavering with every changing wind of doctrine that they pray of, the, the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men, gamblers engaged in every shifting form of trickery, inventing errors to mislead. Rather, let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, speaking truthfully, dealing truthfully, living truthfully, enfolding in love. Let us grow up. Let us grow up in every way in all things into him who is the head, even Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. For because of him, the whole body, the church, and all its various parts, closely jointed and firmly knitted together by the joints and ligaments which it is supplied, when each part with power adapted to its need is working properly in all its function, growing to full maturity, building itself up in love. Hallelujah. 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 
growing in the person and the power of Christ. Growing in the person and the power of Christ. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, just move Tracy out the way. Increase the anointing. Increase the power. Increase that which is needed. Saturate this. Saturate this place with your anointing. Lord, let there be a Shekinah glory that we can't help but hear, even if we don't want to hear, that we will hear. Open up our spiritual eyes and allow us to see the truth of your word for what it is. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. What awesome God we serve. <laughs> What an awesome plan of salvation he, he has in store for us. And watch this. Salvation did not stop when he saved you. <laughs> in fact, that was just the beginning of your story and what God had intended and planned for us because now he is working out his full attention in our lives if we allow him to. Let me bounce off with what Lynetta talked about. That's, that, that, that scripture that talked about, you know, if my people turn from their evil ways, if they, if they call on my name and, and pray, I will heal the land. In the Old Testament, it was always about the land because the land was the promise. Well, you get that? I will give you a land that, that, that is not yours, but the promises as you step your feet on the land, that is yours. I will bless the land as a sign that I'm blessing you. So the land is not because I think that when we think about this scripture, we're talking about the world, but that's not what he's talking about in that scripture. What he is saying is, listen, we are not, I don't care what we do, the earth is not going to become a utopia. It's going to get worse. Listen to Paul write, in the last days, perilous times shall come. But what he's saying is, now I have blessed you with every spiritual blessing inside of you. And regardless of what's going on around you, regardless how crazy the world gets, you can get to the place that you're walking on demons, you're walking on serpents, that you still got your peace, you still got your joy, that your sphere of influence where you are at is affecting everything around you. And even the world don't want the hell in a handbasket. God will be blessing you. Y'all need to hear me this morning. Y'all need to hear me this morning. What he's saying is you don't have to be like a ship on the waves that is tossed to and from with every gust of wind, with every wave. He said, and even in a storm, you can stand. Watch this. 
And our ability to walk in this promise, our ability to walk in this type of power, our ability to, to, to show Jesus even when the devil is in front of you. That is the power that God has invested in, in you and in I that no matter what life throws at us, that there is an anointing, there is a blessing, there is a favor that enable us to stand against whatever come our way, can stand and say, I, I, I ain't going that way, can stand and say, I'm more than a conqueror. Listen, even when it looks like everything around you is on fire, you do not have to be moved by your circumstance. You ought to know that God got you. You are covered. You are empowered. And when God get ready to deliver you, can't nobody stop him from pulling you out. Listen to me. Trouble is coming. Matter of fact, I believe that the more committed, the more anointed, the more God got things for you, the more you're going to be tested. Uh, listen, because sometimes what we think, we think if we do right, everything around us is going to be right. Oh, uh, let me, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> How can I say this? I'm just going to say it. Sometimes the worst place to be when you don't have no trouble. Because the question is, why don't you have trouble? You know, because Satan don't want to disturb you while you sleep if he got you. But if you making some inroads, if you getting more powerful, if your faith is growing, you better believe the dog is going to chase the roach. The roach going to chase the cat. I know it don't make sense, but let me ask you, when trouble comes your way, does it make sense all the time? Don't things happen? And you scratch your head, how did that? How is it that the car acts up, then the garage door acts up, then the wash machine acts up, then the dryer acts up? One thing, after, after a while, you begin to say, I know this isn't normal. This is paranormal. Wait a minute. If you're living out your Christian life, the devil is trying to do all he can to frustrate your growth. God's intent, listen, God's intent is that we become so strong in Jesus that nothing Dittens our life. That no matter what pushes you, it doesn't change you. But you get to the place that not much make you step out of character. Just because somebody rolled their eyes at you don't mean you got to roll your eyes back. Listen. If rolling your, if, if, if getting, if somebody rolling their eyes at you make you go there, 
everybody gonna be rolling their eyes at you. In your mind, everybody, everybody rolling. What's wrong with her? Whatever is our button, that's the button Satan's gonna push. And as long as he is affecting us, he's gonna push that button. My God, this is the battle, y'all. This is what this is really all about. Can you withstand the raging of the storm? Can, can, can you be a Christian on Monday through Saturday? Because on Sunday, I know you're going to put your church face on. Listen, this is not the test of our faith. Because we coming out with our best. We practice before we get here. I'm going to go hallelujah. And, and I'm going to do my holy dance. Okay, y'all. I'm tired, so y'all in trouble. Okay, let's let's watch. We prepared so that folks can't see the real us. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me ask your child. I'd rather, I'd rather talk to the child. See, my son told me, I'm watching you, Dad. I'm watching to see if what you preach is being lived out at home. I'm watching to see how you treat my mom. I'm watching you, Dad. Because, because if you preach it and not live it, then something is wrong. And then I got doubt if what you're saying is true, which means that I'm doubting the word because I got to see the word of God and power in you. I'm watching you live life. And if you're not living what you're teaching, then how I know that your Jesus that you teach is real. My, my, my brothers and sisters, that's not just me. My, my son just honest with me. He put me on, on notice. I'm watching you. My, my question is, even if your children ain't seeing it, ain't saying it, they are. Listen. They can't catch Sunday unless you're living it Monday through Saturday. And if we not, they're going to come up with a couple of conclusions. What we believe is not real or we're hypocrites. Let me give you an example. Phone ring or somebody you want to talk to, tell them I'm not here. My mom says she's not here. No, too late. <laughs> too late. 
We're gonna have to fall from them. We're gonna have to fall from us saying, oh, they, they got it, they got it, they got it mistaken. I'm gonna whoop your butt when I get off the phone. No, I don't do that. That wasn't me. Okay? Listen. Listen. So they're in trouble for our lives. Okay, now watch this. Watch this. Then we get up in church and praise God. And they're saying, I just got a whooping for not lying for you. There's a disconnect. What Paul is trying to say in Ephesians 4 is, 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 is grow from one level to another level because there can be a disconnect in who we are and the power by which we live by. And I'm here to say today that the disconnect is in our thinking because we are what we think. And if we do not intentionally read the word to, to challenge ourselves. Listen, long, 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 long time ago, when, when, when I first got saved and called to the ministry, and I'm staying the word, I came to a point that I said, wait a minute. Either Jesus is exaggerating on what we can have as far as this spiritual walk, this spiritual power, or I'm not living up to or receiving what he says that I can have. Come on, I said, I can't live up to it. I can only receive it. It's not trying to gird up yourself and do better. It's receiving it. See, some of us are playing religion. Religion is, I don't smoke, check. I only drink sometimes, half a check. Hold on. There, there is no check. It's, it's relationship. It's, it's being empowered by him to do what we can't do within ourselves. It's reliance. It's, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me go. Let me go. Can, can I go a little bit deeper? See, we check that we don't sin here, but, but let me, a walk with Jesus, you can be you can be out of order and there is no sin per se on your list. You just haven't submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit. It's that I, I made my checklist, but wait a minute, there's still a resistance because what the Lord wants you to do, you're not doing that's a blockage in the power source, and you think you're right because you made your checklist. Wait a minute. That is not, you can be. Listen, listen, listen. I don't have to cut you. I don't have to cuss you out not to be in fellowship with you. I can pretend like I don't see you. Oh, I'm meddling now. 
can purposely sit on the other side of the church because I don't want to walk your way. And watch this. If we can do that in human relationship, we do that in our relationship with Christ. And we come to church, No, God is saying, how, how do I got your heart in my hand that I can mellow you, temper you, take the edges off of you, make your motive right, make your attitude right. You getting in the way of them seeing me. Listen, and can be right religiously. Can do, say the right things. Saul, King Saul had everything at his disposal. First King picked out a head and shoulder taller than everybody else. But what happened is he got filled up with self. And when God told him to do something, he just would just, you know, I killed most of the things. I kept, I didn't keep all the cattle. Saul took, Samuel took too long, so I made the sacrifice. If he would have been here on time, I wouldn't have done it. And Lord, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to go to war without the sacrifice. So I just, well, the people didn't want to. So I figured I should please. Whenever we begin to get too concerned about what people think, we're too concerned. You know what? I think that Jesus wouldn't fit in most churches. You know why? He didn't care about protocol. <laughs> he, he didn't care whether folks understood what he was doing. He, he really didn't, didn't fit into their religious system. Here it is on the Sabbath. On the Sabbath, you're not supposed to do no work, but, but he tells the man to stand up. When he does that, everyone sitting there, especially the Pharisee original leader said, that, no, keep standing up. I didn't say sit down yet. <laughs> now, now, while he's standing there, that's okay, sit down, you somebody. Uh, <laughs> stand up for me. Thank you. See, he's going to be obedient. You don't mind me. I'll, I'll get back to Stan right there. It won't be long. I'll get back to you. Listen, the religious leaders is already mad and got an attitude because they know what Jesus is going to do because he stand, he's, he's there with a wilder hand. I think scripturally that what they did was put him in front of Jesus so that they have a reason to accuse Jesus. Jesus shoots to the heart of the matter and says, how many of you will have a sheep that falls in a pit on a Sabbath and you wouldn't go down 
and get your sheep out the pen. And, And the scripture says that Jesus got angry, and the reason he got angry was this. They cared more about their sheep than they did about that man. Whenever we make religious decisions and it's not full of love, we're going by protocol. Uh We're going by by, by what people say. Uh We're going by church stuff. But it doesn't show the love and righteousness of God. We're missing it. God says, stretch out your hand. And when he stretched out his hand, his hand became whole. You know what Jesus was saying? Here he is, one of you all, and you know he's handicapped, and you care more about a sheep than you do about him. I'm coming to die for him, not the sheep. He's made in the image of God, not the sheep. And you're going to get mad because I heal him? I am the Sabbath. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You see, when we begin to make things more important than people, he says, says, I want you to grow. Watch this, watch this. I, I, I'm going to read, watch, watch me read this from the, the Message Bible, okay? So, so watch how the Message Bible, because I think it brings out the intent of the text. Look what it says. But that doesn't mean that you, that you should all look alike and speak alike. Well, I, I put it in my own way, but let me go back and read it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you should all look and speak and act the same. And what he's saying is God has given you a gift, but that don't make us the same. You know what? You got to give people room to find their gift and use their gift in their own way. The test for the gift is, is it love? Is it love? Let's go on. He says, out of the generosity of Christ, each of us is given his own gift. The text But this is, he climbed the high mountain, he captured the enemies, he sized the booty, he handed it all out in gifts to people. It is not, is that not true that the one who climbed up also climbed down, down to the valley of the earth, and the one who climbed down is the one who climbed back up, up to the highest heavens. He handed out gifts above and below, filled the heavens with his gift, filled earth with his gift. That's us. That's the giftedness. That's the glory he has put in us. He handed out gifts of apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers to train Christ's followers in skilled servant work, working within Christ's body, the church, until we are, are moving rhythmically, easily with one another. Now, watch this. That's what he's saying. He said it should be that there should be no ism and schisms in the church. No jealousy in the church. 
that, that we all are moving in such a way that we are encouraging. And my gift, I, I, I thank y'all for the choir, for the singers that we got, because y'all set the atmosphere for me. There's a connection between what y'all do and what I do. But, but let's be honest, there should be a connection of all over the building and everything that is happening. It, it, should be, it, should, it should be made evidence. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one that is controlling everything, and the Holy Spirit isn't at odds with himself. Let me say that again. If the Holy Spirit is moving me, and it's moving Terry Lynetta, you should see a connection between what they do and what I do with us even talking about it because he's the one that is controlling me, controlling you all. If, if you see that, and wait a minute, I don't talk to them about what I'm going to preach. They don't know. I purposely don't do that because I'm waiting for them to confirm that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Because I know God is using them so I get confirmation I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Now watch this, watch this. But if that is true in this too, it should be true throughout the whole church because it's the Holy Spirit that is doing the whole thing in the church when we let him do what he does. This is not our thing. This is God's thing. And when we let him do it, oh, you want to talk about blessed. He said, y'all making me get in the next week's sermon. Let me, let me back up. Let me, let me, let me stop. Watch this. He says, efficient and grateful, graceful in response to the Son of God. He said, he said we are responding to the Holy Spirit nudging moving, which means then that when we do it, there ought to be love in this place. I says, it's not so much what you do, it's how you do it. You can do the right thing, but the attitude in which you do it. Oh, I knew I wasn't going to get too many amens on this sermon. I knew it. What's this? What's this? What's this? He says, he says, he says, he says, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without. He said, he said, he said, fully developed in my spirit. So now my emotions is under the control of the spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. I say this. If my thinking is jacked up. And my perspective is wrong. I can't manifest what the Holy Spirit wants to manifest. If there's not an agreement in my thinking and in my spirit. Amen. And I hate to say this, but I got to say, there's a whole lot of Christians that's, that, that know how to do church, but they're not mature. 
Oh, we got church down pat. We know how to raise our hand as we excuse. We got church down pat. We do church. Know how to say hallelujah in the right. Okay, it's time to say hallelujah. Hallelujah! I mean, to be honest with you, you can't tell if it's the spirit. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. No longer, no, no prolonged fancies among us, please. We'll not tolerate babies in the woods. Small, small children who are easily marked for imposters. Oh, yeah. God wants us to grow up. Say that, to grow up. To know the whole truth. To tell it in love. Like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of everything we do. Amen. He keeps us by the Holy Spirit in step with one another. Amen. Listen, just because someone cussed you out don't mean you got to cuss back. Just because somebody else want to act. Saw this little girl at the store. She was throwing a major temper tantrum. She took off her shoes and threw them across the store. I mean, she was in front of the store. She was embarrassed. Her mom was standing there. She was about ready to cry. Dad was frustrated, and they were trying to talk to her. I wanted to take off my belt, but... The Holy Spirit restrained me. <laughs> That's not your child. You would get arrested. <laughs> you know, because what she needed was a good old, <laughs> old-fashioned, spare not the rod, all the talking. And the more they talked to her, the more she acted out. See, I was scared to do that to my mom. I was, y'all didn't hear me. I was scared. <laughs> uh-huh. Because you was trained before you got to the store. You, you knew you didn't embarrass mama. See, I didn't even, it wasn't even daddy. It was mama. My mom could throw a shoe and it would turn the corner and hit me. I never figured that out. I still to the day, how in the world did she do that? And it turned the corner, boom. <laughs> when I get to heaven, I'm gonna ask her, how did you do that? My mom made me go get my own switch. I swear, we had a bush that was planted for switches. <laughs> and I could go get 
Uh, I couldn't go get one that was too thin because she sent me back out to get another one. Lord have mercy. And, all, and then they have the nerve. My mom and dad had the nerve to say, I don't think we ever whipped Tracy. You don't remember. I remember. I think I still got a few scars some places. I'm not going to tell you where they are. Okay, I don't know how I got there, but we got there. Memories are start flooding back. Okay. Listen. What needed was is that God is trying to move us so that we don't act out on him. And let's be honest. The little girl didn't cuss. The little girl didn't steal anything. But she was acting out. Guess what? When we talk about being out of the will of God, we a lot of times go back to a sin, but it don't have to be sin. It could be that we just haven't yielded or submitted what the Holy Spirit is saying, submit, and we won't do it. And it's us throwing a temper tantrum on God. Because we won't let him move us where he wants to move in it. Our life is not our own. He died for us. And watch this. I struggle, you struggle, but you got to struggle with it until you say, look at Jesus. Lord, I don't want to be separated from you. I, I, I don't want to, take, to drink your, your cup of wrath because... You're going to pour your wrath on me. Uh-huh. I'm going to be the object yeah. of pain. Uh-huh. It's not the physical pain, Lord. But, Lord, I know in Isaiah 53, you said that my soul is going to travail yeah. because you have withdrew your mercy from me. Yeah. And I'm literally going to have hell on the cross yeah. because you took your presence if not your presence, your mercy yeah, 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 yeah. for me yes, sir. Yes, sir. because I'm paying the price of everyone that has ever been born. Yes, sir. I really don't want that if it's another way. Uh-huh. When the father said there's no other way, he said, not my will. <laughs> Why is that recorded in the Bible other than He knows what we go through, and that's how he wants us to respond. Yes, sir. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We ain't talking about sin. We're talking about coming up under the purpose and direction of the Holy Spirit that knows where he's taking us, who knows what he... Well, I I, I honestly believe this. When, When we stay in rebellion too long, the door of opportunity for that closes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. King Saul. Uh-huh. After a while, God said, you know what? I'm tired of you rejecting me, so I'm going to reject you. 
I have found a man after my own heart. He's not perfect, but I at least got his hand, his hands. I got his heart in my hands. Let me go on. Let me read on. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Oh, I didn't read this part. Let me read this part. Let me, let me read this part. Still, still in Ephesians 4, 7, 16. And I'm done at the right. No longer fancies among us, please. Uh, we do not tolerate babies in the woods. Small children who are an easy mark for imposters. God wants us to grow up to know the whole truth and tell it in love like like, like Christ in everything, that we be 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 like Christ, I'm stuck, y'all, we be like Christ in everything, that, that we take our lead from Christ through the Holy Spirit who is guiding us and leading us. He is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with one another. Listen, his very breath is and, and, and blood flows through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God in robust love. This is what he's saying. Somebody said, wait a minute. How is his blood and breath? No, that's an illustration. But what he's saying is Christ's spiritual life is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is in us. The very person, the very essence of the Godhead is in us. In fact, in the Gospel of John, he says that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit abides in us because where one abides, they all abide. Which means that in us, if we are born again, our spirit, in our spirit, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead who shows us Jesus, revealed to us Jesus, is in us, which means Christ is in us, which means that the very personality and person of Jesus is with us 24-7. So no matter what comes against us, we got the power to stand. While I was going through the kidney stones, I mean, I, I, you know, how can I say this? I don't have much sense. So, so you know, I would, I would say, okay, I need to go to the hospital, but I think it was stopping the next hour. So I would sit there for seven, eight, nine, ten hours in scrutinating pain until it got to the place where physically... I was breaking down, being tired, pouring down with sweat, throwing up because of pain. But because I don't like to go to the hospital, I said, one, one more hour. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Matter of fact, I did that one, two, three, four. I think it was about five times I did that. But watch this. While I'm at the heat of the pain, Satan started talking to me. Start, Satan started saying, why are you going through this? Where is your God now? Now listen, listen. In that pain, even though I didn't feel like it, I had to force myself to start praising God in the midst of the storm. Because the physical test became a spiritual test 
that am I going to praise God even though I'm going through? I said, what you going through on the outside is really not about the outside. It's really about how you're going to react on the inside. So Satan will throw stuff at you to see how you're going to respond. And when we don't respond and let the spirit step up and show out. But when we go by our emotions, when we go by that I got an attitude, when we go back, I got my pride, my ego, when we come up against whatever and we don't let the spirit to step up, we felt that test. <laughs> See, what we don't understand is, is that this whole thing is spiritual. Our entire life is spiritual. Because we're spiritual. God don't want my praise on Sunday. If you don't got my praise on Monday. God, 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 God want to know, can I trust you to go through a test and you're going to give me in spite of praise in the midst of the test? Are you still going to hold on to your integrity when you don't feel like it? When you're in the valley, are you going to praise me like you're on top of the mountain? Because I haven't changed. I'm still your God. I still got you. I'm still keeping you. And I will show up once I know that you know I'm still God when you don't feel like I'm God. But I'm still God. Listen, faith is, is when you can't see it, when you can't feel it, but I'm trusting you anyway, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm trusting you. Listen. I had to, with sweat pouring down, on purpose and intentionally start praising God to stop the voice of Satan in my head. Guess what happened when I started praising God? Somebody got to say, the pain stopped. No. You know, you know, how can I say that? It seemed like that I went there, it was packed in emergency. You know, I'm thinking it's going to take me right away. And I'm sitting out there, like they took everybody. I just closed my eyes after a while. They said, I'm not even going to look no more. When they get me, they get me. If they don't, they don't. But you know what I started doing? Lord, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Because you still God. In spite of the pain. You're greater than the pain. Let this pain take me out. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. And, and watch this. The pain didn't stop, but Satan stopped talking. He shut up. He stopped. I didn't struggle with that no more. Why? Because he couldn't take my praise. Did you know the devil can't take your praise? When you give God an a, 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 a inopportune praise, when, when you give it to him, when the devil thinks you're not going to, and you do it anyway, the devil says, I got to get out of here. That fool. Yeah, I am a fool for the Lord. Because I know he's good. 
I know he brought me. I know he keeps me. Where is our faith? Watch this. You can't wait to get strong when trouble comes. You better be building yourself up before trouble hits. You got to have it in you so that when trouble come your way, you've been doing it all the time anyway. You've been praying. You've been talking. You've been praising. You've been giving God praise anyway. So when trouble comes, it will bubble up. Second Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. Though we walk, live in the flesh, we're in a body, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh. And using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but they are weapons of flesh and blood. But they are mighty because of God, for he overthrows the destruction of strongholds. You know what Satan's trying to do in my mind and your mind? Set up a lie that becomes a stronghold, which means that we believe a lie. When you believe a lie, it's true to you. Our whole perspective, I mean... Haven't you seen folks that justify their wrongness? And if we're not careful, we'll make a thousand excuses why we do what we do. Uh, Y'all know this, huh? Y'all know this? You know, at some point, we got to quit making excuses. At some point, the buck stops with us. And until we deal with the wrong thinking, the wrong precept, we will never move to the next level of glory. Listen, I'd rather deal with me than have God deal with me. Because when God deals with you, <laughs> but, 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 you know, he, he will whoop us. You know what? I'm going to say this. I, 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 when I was a kid, I would have rather be whooped by my mama than my daddy. I know y'all, y'all said, but Joe was so nice. Y'all didn't see Joe mad, did y'all? See, and, and, and when daddy got involved, his eyes turned red. Me and my brother, I remember this one time. You know that nylon string that you can't break? Well, my brother used to love doing stuff to me. So he said, Tracy, let's see if you can be Udini and get out of this. I didn't have them all. I said, okay. The problem is, as he was tangling me up, he got tangled. <laughs> so, I mean, from, from head to toe, we both are tangled up in this nylon string. And the more we struggled to get out, the tighter it got. 
I think my dad was on his way to choir rehearsal, and he saw us on the floor. They were about ready to cry, because it was hurting. And his eyes turned red. <laughs> At that point, I said, leave us alone, dear Jesus. Please, dear. My father took one finger, woke it. And you know what happened after that. <laughs> I tell y'all too much about me. I shouldn't. I shouldn't tell y'all. I shouldn't tell y'all. I shouldn't tell y'all. <laughs> In our thinking, it will cause us to stay children. We will quit growing. First John chapter two is gonna come up twelve and fourteen. But but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take time to explain it because I'm trying to I'm trying to end this. Now John is right. He says children. He said because you have known the Father. Then he goes on to say veterans. I think in this verse it says veterans, and other verses it says fathers. Then it says young men. Then it says children again. But it doesn't say little children, it says children. And what he gives us is four elements of growth, spiritual growth. He said children is that little baby. You know, it used to be that when babies was born, their eyes was closed. And then it took them a while to, when they opened their eyes, they couldn't focus. They're not no more. I don't know what's wrong with these babies. Eh? <laughs> That they're born, they're born, and their eyes are wide open, and they're looking right at you. I mean, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but it's not like it used to be. But but he's talking about these babies, and, and after a baby gets used to his mom and dad, it, it won't come to just anybody. Because now he has grown to know. I recognize your face. I, I know you, and, and, and there's, a, there's a growing intimacy. I know you are safe. I don't know about these other people. It's the beginning of the relationship based on dependency, but as that child grows, they get stronger in their knowledge of their mom and dad. That is the same way we should be growing. Paul speaks to the church of Corinth. He said, you should be growing, but you're still babies. You, you still, you should, be, you should be on milk. Mom Smith, Reverend Smith, mom, uh, was the babysitter of Brett when he was younger. And, you know, send him over there. And I don't know how Mom Smith did it, but she had him eating greens and cornbread <laughs> before he had any teeth. I think we had to skip baby food. He didn't want to, you know, you know, you know, no, we try to feed him paper. He's, psh. <laughs> you know, he was over Mom Smith's house. I don't know how she did it, but she was feeding green, cornbread. Um, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Neck bones. <laughs> Oxtail. I said, oh. 
No, you know, he mean, you know, he was he was barely walking, walking around with bacon at her house. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, but 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 it was she 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 knew how to take them through the stages and all of a sudden milk wasn't good enough. Baby food, you best not bring baby food his way. He was looking at y'all like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Send me back over Mom Smith house. <laughs> she know how to feed me. My question is this. Don't God know how to feed us? If we want to be fed, won't he take us to the next level? Don't he know how to prepare us for the next stage? And we let him have his way. That's, that's what's happening to us spiritually. But it requires us to begin to say, yes, Lord. Lord, I don't like what you got me. I don't like what's going on. I don't like, but Lord, I believe you up to something because you love me. And even when, when, when I'm going through my trials, you know what? When Satan will mess you up if you let him talk too long. He'll make you think that the Lord has forsaken you. He'll make you doubt the love of God. But let me tell you a secret. When the test comes hard and, and, and the devil starts talking about he don't love me, I just look at the cross. When, when, I, when, I, when I remember the cross of Jesus, I say he did it for me. See, 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 he did it for all of us, but he did it for me. He, he didn't have to go there, but he went there for me. He allowed them to hang him high. They, he allowed them to put spikes in his hand. He allowed them to, to lift him up. He hung his head and he died. He did it for me. He, he allowed them to bury him for three days. But early come Sunday, he got up, watch this, for me. If you're a child of God, it's personal. He did it for you. And if he did that, won't he carry you through everything else? Let me, let me close this. Listen to 1 Corinthians 3, 1 and 2 from the Message Bible. And this is what it says. But for right now, friends, I'm completely frustrated. Paul is saying, by your unspiritual dealings with each other and with God. What's this? If if we are not treating one another right, you can't be all that with Jesus. Uh, David, why have you despised me? Hung on, wait a minute. Let's read this again. David is the man after your own heart. What you mean he despised you? Well, Tracy, when he sinned with Bathsheba, when he, when he set up Uriah, he knew what the truth was. And when he looked at my law, but Lord, that's your law. 
No, you got it wrong. My law is the expression of who I am. It expressed my holiness. It expressed my character. So when he looked at what the truth was, and he turned his back on that, he turned his back on me. You know what? I didn't understand that every time we know what to do and don't do it. Paradigm shift. That's a new truth you need to put in, put, put in your bucket. That's a new truth. No, it, why? Because he is what he says. It expresses his character and who he is. So when he shows me who he is as his child, he wants me to follow and want to be like my heavenly father. But when I say I don't want to be like You, y'all may not shout today. Listen, 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 listen. He says, he says, he goes on to say, he said, you're acting like infants in relationship to Christ. Infants in relationship. Uh, when I read this, I said, well, I don't know if I can read this. He said, read it. Yes, sir. Capable of nothing much more than nursing at the breast. Well then, I nurse you. Since you don't seem capable of anything more. As long as you grab what makes you, I said, feel good. Or make you look important to other people. Are you really much different than a baby at the breast? Content only when everything go. Oh, shut your mouth. Oh, shut your mouth. Did you, did you hear what he's saying? When we throw a hissy fit because things don't go our way, we're a baby. It says maturity means you learn how to deal with life circumstances. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all need it. Listen, don't you see Jesus? It's not that everything was going right around him, but you couldn't move him off his peace. Oh. I mean, watch this. Here Jesus is. The boat is about ready to sink, and he's sleeping. You know why he's sleeping? Because Jesus knows as long as I'm in the boat, the boat can't sink. Watch this. Watch this. Peter learned this lesson. Because Acts tells me that he's in jail and he's scheduled to have his head cut off the next day. Now, now if that was us, please, Lord Jesus, please, Lord. If that was us, why are you forsaking me? If that was us, but you know what the Bible says? Peter, when the angel came to get him, he was. <sighs> I think that 
Peter made up his mind, said, I'm in the Lord's hand. If it's time for me to go, then I'm going to go home to be with Jesus. But if he wants to rescue me, he can rescue me. Since my God don't sleep or slumber, there's no sense in both of us losing sleep. So, Lord, you stay up, I go to sleep. Hold on, I got one more. Paul and Silas in jail on their backs that been beaten because their feet is in stocks. And you would think that they would be complaining. You would think that they'd be telling God that, that, that Lord, you're not taking care of us. But my Bible says they're praising God. It's nighttime. They, and they're singing and praising and thanking God. The Bible said that, that the jail started. What you said? That was the real, original jailhouse rock. Because the jail really rocked. And all the prisoners said, they got something. My brothers and sisters, I believe God will manifest himself more in our lives when we begin to make up our minds. He is who he says he is. So I think last week I said, I am who I am. Because God says I am. Well, this week I'm going to say he is who he says he is. And if God says he's God, he's God all by himself. God says he's good, he's good not just sometimes. He's good all the time. If God says that he's going to deliver us, guess what? He's going to deliver us. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. My Bible tells me that the demons tremble at the name of Jesus, which means that we ought to be using the name of Jesus all the time. Oh, I don't know about you, but I done made up my mind. I'm going to trust him. Even when I can't see my way through, I'm going to trust him. He's been too good. He brought us too far. He has already proven himself over and over and over again. You might as well just give it to him. You might as well just yield to him because God is up to something in our lives. Oh, he's is there anybody in the house know that he's good? Then you ought to praise him like he's good. You ought to praise him like you have already seen enough of his goodness that he really don't have to do nothing else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hold on. Y'all around them at the bingo game, I'll shout you. Y'all acting like we're not praising our God. But wait a minute. The devil is watching to see if you opening up your mouth. And the fact that you got your mouth shut may be that the devil is having a party. I'm telling you that when I started praising God, when I didn't feel like it, the devil 
shut up and moved out my way. See, at first, I had to deal with the pain. Then the devil came, and I had to deal with the devil. I couldn't do nothing about the pain, but I knew how to handle the devil. I started praising God. I started thanking God. I started saying hallelujah. I said, Lord, I thank you anyway. Lord, you're good all the time. Lord, I will praise you. Lord, I will trust you. Hallelujah. 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 Now, the pain didn't die, but the devil left. And my spirit felt good. My body was aching. But my spirit said, let's praise him some more. Hallelujah, 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 amen. This is spiritual battle. This is spiritual power in the church. It's not that we don't have power. It's that we don't activate the power. It's not that we don't have peace. We don't tap into the peace. We want God to fix our circumstance. When God says, I'm working on you. I'm calling to your spirit. And once I raise your spirit, there's nothing that I can't do on the outside, but you get in the way of me on the inside. There's a higher level. There's a higher glory. There's a higher place that that when stuff comes your way, you can speak to the hand. Because I know in whom I believe. Trouble me on every side. Watch me go to praising him. They tell me, Terry, that you walked around the church. Some folks think that was just you. What they don't know was that was the spirit that's in you. And the spirit will make you do some stuff that folks don't understand. But you got to get past the fact that folks gonna talk about you because they're gonna talk about you anyway. See, we too busy looking Jody cute. And, 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 and Kate don't wanna mess up our hair, mascara, dress, shirt, suit. But God wanna bless you. When you get to the place, you just don't care. Oh. oh, do you love God enough that you don't care what people think? Do you love God enough that you'll give him a praise anyhow? 
that he been good to you, that you're able to say, I don't care what nobody thinks. Hallelujah. He will ask you to do something out of the ordinary to get you to the place of your blessing because you no longer care about how you look. I feel some shifting taking place. Somebody said, I don't care no more. I don't care no more. Not about your ego. Not, not about your pride. Not, not about who you think you are. God is God all by himself. Don't you hear Joshua saying, as far as me and my house? And I believe that if his house said, we're not. Joshua said, as far as me, myself, and I, I will serve the Lord. Is anybody in the house that I will serve the Lord? Hallelujah. Somebody, God is calling you to step out from where you are, and he wants you to come give your life to him. Perhaps you've been out of church, and, and you got sick of church folks. Well, 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 don't get sick of Jesus. Jesus is the one who died for you, saved you. It's, it's all about him. Folks are going to be folks outside of church, inside of the church. There's still babies in the church. But God is calling you. It's personal. It's personal. Come on. I got preachers here that will pray with you. I got preachers here that will talk to you. Come back home to Jesus. Come back home to the Lord. He's calling you. He's pulling you. You say you're not ready. You'll never be ready. But if Jesus is calling you, then it's time. Come on, choir. Come on, choir. Presence of the Lord is here. Presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh, presence of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Spirit of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, Spirit of the Lord.